It's Wednesday. Welcome back to Legally Unfiltered, folks. My name's Attorney Richard Sprinkle. I'm here with Attorney Franz Borghardt. We're talking about issues in the news, issues that affect your life, and they all have a bit of a legal spin to them. Today, we want to talk about something near and dear to my heart, and that is tort reform. Tort reform, folks, is basically legislation that is pushed through in order to curb frivolous lawsuits. But let's talk for a second about what is a frivolous lawsuit. Uh, everybody's heard of cases like the sweet little old lady that spilled coffee in her lap at a McDonald's drive through And they all said, oh, my gosh, of course, the coffee is hot. How dare this woman sue? This is insane. Now, if anybody were to take the time and go back and investigate that case, they'll see that there's a lot more factual evidence to it than they knew. Um, and. Not to spoil the story for you, but the little old lady was kind of in the right bringing that lawsuit. Franz, what, what's your take on things so, these days? So urban legends of, of frivolous lawsuits mingled with a national stage of most folks give plaintiff's attorneys a very, very hard time because we believe as a society that... Every lawsuit has to be frivolous. So, you know, we we label the trial attorneys, the the, the plaintiff's bar, you know, we let sharks. Yeah, we label them the worst of the worst. And and here's the the kicker. So so from my standpoint as a solo practitioner, as a as an owner of a small law firm, frivolous lawsuits are really and frivolous cases for that matter, are not appealing to me in the least. And I'll tell you why. Economically Every case that's a civil case for an attorney is an investment. It's an investment in helping a person out that may be genuinely injured, but it's also an, a financial investment. Most trial attorneys, most plaintiff's attorneys front the expenses of their case. And that means they're fronting the money and they're taking all the risks. So you wouldn't invest in a case that has issues with elements of the of the case, uh, has damage issues or causation issues. You wouldn't want to invest in a bad investment because at the end of the day, you may get zeroed out and you may lose all all that money. So to me, it's it's deceiving to say that that all plaintiffs attorneys, all they ever deal with is 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 it are frivolous lawsuits because at the end of the day, it just it's bad business. Now that being said, you know, what we've talked about, Richard and I off off podcast is this this notion of if you picture the the the, the civil world as a poker game. It's about risk absorption. And by that, I mean a small practice doesn't have a ton of money to, to, to risk on a, a case that's shaky or, or, or quote unquote frivolous. So that case will probably get turned down by a small firm. Now, a bigger firm that can absorb risk may do some paper pushing with that case and may try to sell it out. Now, that all being said, you every civil case has to have the necessary elements the necessary elements to to substantiate that 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 lawsuit now torts just a fancy word for for civil wrong so whether it's a slip and fall whether it's a your tree fell on my house whether it's it's any kind of thing where one person or entity injures another that's what we're really talking about so you know Tort reform is a hot issue in Louisiana, and I think we need to talk about that because, you know, one of the things that a lot of people believe is, is, man, 
all these lawsuits make businesses unattracted to doing business here. They don't want to come to Louisiana to do that. And look, I get it. I understand. You drive down I-10, which is our major interstate, and it's sign after sign after sign of personal injury attorneys. And it may lead one to believe that that's what culturally we're all about. And look, where those guys spend their money advertising is where they spend it. But but that's the thrux of this whole tort reform is, man, it costs everybody money. It makes insurance premiums go up. Now, there's another side to it. And, and defense def, civil defense attorneys often kind of smile when you, you point out to this to them. They all bill by the hour for the most part to defend these cases. And without the civil lawsuits, they really wouldn't be, quote unquote, in business. So Yeah, they could reform themselves right out of a career if they keep it up. Right. So, so look, first of all, we, we want to convey the message to, to, to you as a listener that Look, there are such things as frivolous lawsuits. There are dog dog poopy lawsuits that, that, yeah, we all look at and we're like, man, that's not really valid. But then there are ones where people are genuinely injured by somebody else. Listen, if somebody's suing because the physical, the number of potato chips in a bag is not to their liking, even though it was filled to the proper weight by volume when the bag was sealed and everything else. Yes, I'm on board. That's a frivolous lawsuit. But when someone gets hurt at work, for example, when someone gets rear-ended by a, a negligent driver, for example, when someone slips and falls in a public area or a, or a privately owned area, a shopping mall, etc., where there was negligence involved, you know, the simple rule we all learned in kindergarten is, is if you do something wrong, you're supposed to make it right. So the other the other thing is, you know, insurance companies are often the ones complaining about this the most of and course. saying how we're raising the premiums for everybody. Oh, God. So so you need to you need to understand a basic fact of life. And I think if you've ever had an adverse dealing with an insurance company, whether it's an automobile insurance company, whether it's any kind of insurance. The first line, uh, the first line of assault on the, on this is the insurance adjuster. If the insurance adjuster doesn't do right by the individual trying to use the insurance, then what that person's left with is the need sometimes to file a lawsuit, and sometimes making someone whole doesn't conform to what the insurance company defines as making someone whole. So, so a lot of times. A lot of times, that's one of the reasons why these suits get filed. But but keep in the back of your mind this. You have to have damages. You have to genuinely be injured, not potential injury. Not, not like, you know, somebody did me wrong and I could potentially face an injury, but I haven't. That's not going to get it done. If you have a valid civil claim, it's going to have all those necessary components. It's going to have the elements. It's going to have the wrongdoer. It's going to have what's called causation. Richard, talk a little bit about what causation is. Causation is very simply put, you need to establish a connection between the actions of one and the effect on another. Uh, causation in an auto accident would mean uh, the accident was caused because someone was following too closely. Someone made an illegal left turn, for example. Somebody was negligent in paying attention when they changed lanes. There, somehow you have to establish a direct connection or at least a, a causal connection between the actions of one and the effect on another. Damages, on the other hand, damages means that you were injured. 
you know, and you were injured in such a way that you've had a loss. Or your property was injured. Or, or your property sure. was, was, was injured. So, you know, you got to have all those things necessary for it to be a valid civil case. Now, the other side of this is we call trial attorneys trial attorneys, but the fact of the matter, just like in the criminal world, not everything goes to trial. Most oh, of these- 95% settle out of court. Right, exactly. So you, you have a lot of these cases that both sides work up the case so they can get into a position to look at each other to say, okay, you know, we need to resolve this because the cost of going forward is going to hurt both of us. And then you resolve the case. Sure. You know, when, when both sides realize that, that's when cases generally resolve themselves, you know, but you have to get to that point, right? Right. right. And that's a part of this whole concept of investing in a case because you wouldn't spend $5,000 to get $1,000 back. So at some point, someone's going to realize that. Well, I might disagree with you on on well, a little bit on that sure, because sure. as part of the tort reform, uh, I don't know, as part of certain insurance company strategies in tort reform, folks, there are insurance companies out there. I'm not going to name names. There are people out there who will spend ten thousand dollars to defend a two thousand dollar claim. It happens. It really does. It makes them look better because they don't have to pay out. So sensible, even though they sensible. Wait, entities and Sensible people entities. wouldn't do that. But but maybe you're right. Maybe the defense, you know, the, the, the classic example is Walmart. Walmart has a reputation of being that entity that we're going to we're going to fight. Yep. So, OK, yes, I I'm, agree. I'm, no lie. Turning down a case right now because it involves them and shaky causation. Right. And to me, when you've got shaky causation, very, very hard to establish causation and an organization that will defend it, you know, to the bone. As a small business owner, I can't take that on. Right. So so that would be a case that may not necessarily be, quote unquote, frivolous, but may be difficult or problematic. Sure. So so the other way tort reform manifests itself, and we've seen this in Louisiana, is caps. That That is when damages are capped at a certain monetary amount, which I don't inherently have a problem with if... If the Louisiana legislature and citizens recognize that a cap in 1997 mm. has different if different economic value in 2019, you are ignoring the one and done mentality of the legislature. Well, yeah. my friend. <laughs> well, but but that's that's as a as a individual that's not totally against tort reform. That that is the problem I have is I have a problem with the Medical Malpractice Act, for example, in Louisiana right. caps out damages, right? But that's by a, a decades old numeric amount to where how is that economically fair to the injured? Oh it was God. fair then, but shouldn't there be some kind of inflationary increase? And that's the One question. Right. So and also you can you can look at cases that where you can look at negligence cases where right. it wasn't a hospital at fault. Somebody else caused the damages that had significantly higher payout for similar injuries than occur in what happens in hospitals that are capped. What I would urge everyone to consider, and it, and again, like many things in life, it's not a you issue until it affects you. That's right. right. So what I would want you to consider, guys, is, is, is tort reform necessarily always a bad thing? Not necessarily. Is tort reform good in the fact that it may end up screwing you economically? You know, and, and, and again, 
a cap is not an unreasonable thing. And, and by the way, how nope. do we let's talk a little bit about how we value cases. Most of us value cases and look, Richard does a lot more civil work than I do, but we value cases based on what similarly situated cases resolve themselves with. Hey, to say it, it's almost like selling a house. You look at the comps. Yeah, it's it's we, we call it a quantum book. Right. And so you look at the comps exactly. And so a broken leg here is worth one thing. A broken leg there is worth, you know, and you kind of come up with an idea and both sides, if they're if they're all looking at the same thing, say, OK, that's what a broken leg is worth. You mm-hmm. know, it gets complicated. You know, one of the hot one of the hot tort reform issues or, or topics is soft tissue injury. It's oh, it's you're, you're injured, but we can't. We can't see it. We know it's there. Um, so we just wanted to talk a little bit about it, you know, and, and it's a it's it's a hot topic for, for lawyers. It's a hot topic for citizens. It's a hot topic for people who, who make laws and lobby to make laws about this whole tort reform concept. But it's not as simple as people might think. And so we just wanted you guys to think about it a little bit. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about it again some more. This is Attorney Franz Borkart. I'm along with Attorney Richard Sprinkle. And we're saying have a great day. And this has been another episode of Legally Unfiltered. Listen, if you like this episode and other episodes, follow along, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes, maybe even Google Play. Leave us a review. Thank you very much. Have a great day. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.